Support for IPR comes from Orchestra Iowa, presenting the movie E.T., the extraterrestrial on the big screen, accompanied by the symphony orchestra performing the score live, May 3rd and 4th at 7.30 at the Paramount. Tickets at orchestraiowa.com. Today is Wednesday. It is the 16th of November. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Governor Kim Reynolds has chosen a former Trump administration State Department official to serve as her chief of staff. Taryn Frederis, an Iowa native who has worked on Reynolds' staff as chief operating officer for the past two years, will become the governor's chief of staff beginning on December 1st. Frederis previously worked for U.S. Senator Joni Ernst and served under President Donald Trump as deputy to the U.S. ambassador to the United Nations and as senior advisor to the deputy secretary of state. Frederis will replace Sarah Craig, who headed Reynolds' first campaign for governor, then transitioned to become the governor's chief of staff over the last four years. Under the watchful eyes of members of both major political parties and a deputy sheriff, some ballots from last week's election in Scott County were recounted yesterday. The recount was for more than 23,000 absentee ballots, including mailed-in ballots, ballots cast at satellite locations, collected in drop boxes, and those cast overseas. County Auditor Kiri Tompkins says after Election Day, her staff found a discrepancy in the numbers, adding up to 470 or 2 percent of those 23,000 ballots. It certainly could be human error from running the room. It could also be I know that the machines jammed quite a bit, which is why we have somebody here. So she and her staff spent several hours running them through the machines again. Next, she'll consult with the Secretary of State's office and hopes to have final results to report Later today, she does not know if the recount will change the results of any races. Iowa will receive nearly $20 million from a settlement with Walmart over the way it handled the dispensing of opioids. IPR's Natalie Krebs has the details. Iowa Attorney General Tom Miller's office says a coalition of more than a dozen state attorneys general have reached a settlement with the retailer, totaling $3.1 billion. State attorneys generals, attorneys from local governments, and Walmart have agreed to the settlement. The money will be divided between states that sign on to the settlement, local governments, and tribes. It will support treatment programs for those with opioid use disorder and oversight programs to prevent fraudulent prescriptions. States, including Iowa, are in ongoing negotiations with drugstore chains Walgreens and CVS over their role in the opioid crisis. Iowa has also reached settlements with several opioid manufacturers. Few city governments, schools, or nonprofits in Iowa are making use of the state's cybersecurity tools. We hear about that from IPR's Zachary Oren-Smith. The Office of the Chief Information Officer provides at-cost cybersecurity services for Iowa governmental entities and nonprofits, but few are taking advantage. For example, Cedar Rapids Community Schools just contracted with a for-profit firm after paying an undisclosed ransom in response to a cyber attack. Doug Jacobson is the director of the Center for Cybersecurity, Innovation, and Outreach at Iowa State University. He says however governments and schools plan for an attack, the important thing is to make sure they have a plan before it's a problem. If you call these people out of the blue and say, I got ransomware, help, they got a long road ahead of them to even figure out what you have and what you've done and where you are to even start to figure out what the ransomware did. While 92% of counties use the state for cybersecurity, only 14 school districts, three cities, and four nonprofits use these services. And speaking of Cedar Rapids schools, the school board there retroactively approved a contract for interim superintendent Art Sadhoff in a 6-to-1 vote on Monday and agreed to pay $167,000 through the end of June. 
That's according to reporting from the Cedar Rapids Gazette. Former Superintendent Noreen Bush died in October. She was diagnosed with cancer more than two years ago. After she went on family medical leave in September, school board members approved her resignation effective June 30th. That set in motion a superintendent search process. This is Here First from IPR. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.